Hello, I'm Natasha Mirosh. And I'm Sam Donsky. Welcome to Extra Virgin Postcards, where we invite a guest from around the world to share what they love about where they live, the best things to see and do, and where and what to eat. You'll get insights that only a local would know. So whether you're looking for destination inspiration, or you're just armchair travelling, let this Extra Virgin Postcard take you away. Bonjour. Hi, my name is Fanny Marie. I am 42. I'm a communication and content manager uh, for a big advisory company. I used to work in the hospitality industry and uh, I live in Paris in the 11th. So it's between Bastille and Republic. I'm one of those persons that live, you know, right side of the bank because in Paris, you either left bank, right bank, I'm more right bank where there is a lot more, you know, mixed city and little cafes and shops and it's just a different vibe. So my city is the capital of France. A lot of people sit on postcards and probably TV shows and there is a way to portrait in magazine and in the world, but I think that my city is better when you walk through it and you get to know the people and you have a cafe, even though it's not a fancy place. And so you can really enjoy all the little shops and boutiques and just the scenery and the history. So I've lived here for 12 years now. I grew up in Fontainebleau, which is south of Paris, and I were from Paris. But my mom is a true Parisian because she was born in Paris, and so were her parents. So we did go quite a bit when I was younger. And then after my A-levels, I traveled. I lived one year in Germany, four years in London. Then I went back. Then I went to Australia, from Indonesia, just to come back. Because I think Paris is a beautiful city and it's a beautiful, um, I don't know, scenery, architecture. And you always come back to it when you're from there at the end of the day. But describing my city and its people... It's a hard lover. I always say that to tourists or foreigners or to my friends abroad because as much as it's beautiful and you can walk there forever and don't feel bored or alone, once you leave Paris, to come back, to find a job, find a place to live, find the perfect place, rejoin your group of friends that have settled down and have lives, Paris makes it hard on you. So you have to deserve Paris somehow. But once you find your crowd in your neighborhood, because we all tend to live in our neighborhoods, whether it's left bank or right bank, left bank being Saint-Germain-des-Prés, a lot of uh, institutions like the Congress and all that, you have a lot of expats. And then you have places where you don't really live, like near Lac de Triomphe, Champs-Élysées, and Tour Eiffel. I would never live there, but I like going there just for sightseeing. And then there is the right bank where I live. In my hood, with lots of my friends living there, I love this place, but it took me a long time to adjust when I got back. Where I live, it's the 11th, and you can go back and forth the streets, and you'll have, I guess, shops and restaurants one after another. But I tend to live in my streets and a few streets around me because I know the baker, and I know it sounds cliche, but it's true. We have the market twice a week, and... There is the little brasserie where I can, okay, get my cigarettes, that's for sure, but also have my coffee. With my friends, we meet up to all those different little places where people know us. And it, it's not always glamorous. It's just places where we know the bread is going to be good, the coffee and the wine is always there. And we just hang out and we know the owners. And that's how French people live in their hood. 
So you kind of know all the little addresses. And where I live, there is a lot of small cafes and small restaurants, like from new up-and-coming chefs, like Pierre Song, that won MasterChef. I don't know if you guys have this TV reality show, but we do. And Pierre Song is a Korean guy who was adopted by French people, I think. And his cooking is a reflect of that. And he's bought one restaurant and then you've got two or three where you can experience fusion food and Korean taste with a French twist and it's really cool. Otherwise, I don't, I'm not going to say boring life because it's not a boring city, but I do enjoy being back in my place. You know, this is home. How hard it is sometimes to feel home in Paris because it's busy, it's big and, you know, you have fashion week. So we know when it's fashion, we get people all over the place and usually tourists. But I still can find my little spots. That's the thing with Paris. You can walk around hours and, and find around the corner of the cafe where you're always going to go with friendly faces. And I love that. I love that about it, whether it's winter or summer. And my hood, the 11th, the 12th, because we work by arrondissement. So you have a, a postcode, like the zip code, you would say. And then, so mine is 11, 20, 12. Those are the places I go to. I used to live in Montmartre, but I like the 11th better because Montmartre is really touristy, but also I feel it's a little bit far away from the center. And even though it has great shops and restaurants, uh, the 11th is more, there is more mixity. You have schools down the streets, you can hear the kids and you still have a kind of middle class that's mixing up with everybody else. Uh, that's why I like the place. To the question what there is to see and to do there, I do go to the museums in Paris. That's one good thing also. I do go to the movie a lot. I go to the museums. I like to go by night because every Thursday night, museums are open until 9 or 10 when there is no confinement, obviously. And so, you know, when the tourists have gone, it's a good way to experience Musée d'Orsay, which is my favorite, with all the Impressionist stuff and a lot of uh, Rodin sculptures. So I love going there. I love Beaubourg because they have this new modern art exhibition. And there is always something new. You have the European Photography Museum and that's, it's not a museum per se. It's like, usually it's being Parisian building adapted to be a museum. So you don't really feel you know, in a, in a big snobbish place, it's like you discover art and even though you're not what I would say art rat or you haven't studied art, you feel welcome in those places. What I like doing also in June, usually Les Beaux-Arts, which is the main school for art in France and painting and sculpture where all the new big artists are going to come from. They open their door to their yearly exhibition where the most talented students show everything and it's an old building and the church is open and that's why they exhibit. I love doing that. Otherwise, I just walk. I just walk a lot, take a coffee, have brunch on Sunday or usually it's not brunch as the what I'm going to call Anglo-Saxon <laughs> do with uh, pancakes and eggs. We can you know, eat later and have like a chicken roasted chicken, stuff like that. So that's what I do. And I do a little bit of shopping, of course, but I tend to be very careful with that because I've got a small home and like a lot of Parisian, I live in 35 square meters and I'm quite fortunate because a lot of my friends live in 25 or even if they've got two kids, they live in 40 or 50 square meters because when it's 10,000 euros per square meters, it's really expensive to have all Paris. So 
I try to be careful with what I buy and how I shop, but still I do a little bit of that in the city center and in the streets around me where you have like small designers. So my typical weekend will be that gym, a little bit of shopping, seeing my mom, obviously, because she is 80 years old, but she is back in Paris and she lives in Paris. So at least have lunch with her or just take a walk or go to the market with her. Just casual stuff. You know, now the Seine, in the last two years, Madame Hidalgo, the mayor, she stopped the traffic on the bank. So you can walk and you can cycle for miles. It's so cool because in the summer, everybody sits there and we all have drinks. And it's such a nice place. You're near the water and you see the boats with all the tourists waving at you. It's so, I know it's like a postcard, but we really like doing that. They're really trying to make a green mobility that reshapes the way we walk and the way we travel in the city and the way we stop by to get a coffee or I don't know they're really trying to put this city in a different motion so people actually really enjoy it with less cars every Sunday you can walk from my place to the riverbank and there is no car and that is so cool I like that well to eat and drink I've made a little list for you guys but <laughs> I hope you understand the names that I'm going to tell you first of all I could give you a Big list of restaurants, but Paris is so full of restaurants and cocktail bars and yeah, rooftops. We we all know that. If you go on the timeout, you'll probably find everything you want. But I think I'll give you first of all streets where to shop if you want to get like some good food, like good cheese. Cheese is important. I mean, we live with it. And bread, because that's the basics. Even if you have people at home, you have that in your home. So there is uh, Rue des Martyrs in the 9th near Montmartre that has everything you want they have like a shop that does only jams they have a, an amazing cheese shop they have beautiful bakeries so you can find and wine one shop so that's that's a big street and it's very busy and if you want a typical Sunday afternoon you know picking out what you're going to cook in the evening that's the street to go and Rue du Faubourg Saint-Denis as well and there is Marché d'Aligre so I'll I'll send you all the link on that. And then they have two bakeries that I love because they make organic bread with sourdough and all kind of, yeah, it's, it's traditionally made and it smells so good. So it's called Mamish and Utopie. And they are both in my hood, but Mamish has many addresses in Paris. But they have the best bread ever, especially in winter when you do um, not fondue, but uh, raclette. You want to go there and have your special bread. Then the second thing is, I don't know why, but in the last three years in Paris or two years, Italy has come and, and there is an Italian frenzy. So you have a lot of pizza and you have this big it, Italy, it's called E-A-T-I-L-Y shop that is one of the biggest and it's in Le Marais and everybody goes there and you have a lot of radio show about how pizza are made in Napoli, a lot of great locally produced products such as uh, mozzarella and olive oil. So there's a big frenzy around that. And you have a lot of restaurants and even street food, pizza street food that are really good and that are around that, that, that wasn't like that five years ago. Then my absolute favorite is uh, Les Niçois. And Les Niçois, you go there, first of all, downstairs, you have a pétanque. Uh, field so you can play petanque you know like in the movies in Paris 
indoor, which is pretty original. And they do Mediterranean tapas, but like from the south, from Nice, from the Côte d'Azur. So you're going to have pisaladière, you're going to have a lot of grilled seafood, and you're going to have like portions of vegetables with some really good rosé or champagne. It's really easy and you have to make a reservation because they are very busy but it's a very friendly place and the food is just tastes good it's not complicated and it's really what you want like comfort food but from the Mediterranean and that's amazing otherwise there is this chef after Pierre Song it's Hélène Darose she also wants Top chef. Uh, she's one of the first women that opened many restaurants in Paris, and she just opened something called Joya. She's from the southwest, so she is absolutely not a vegan. She cooks really traditional, earthy food, and she has many restaurants. And it's like meat and and roasted and foie gras and all that, but like on small portion and they're very well designed and a lot of flavored. And she's in the city center. And she's really nice. So that will be my all favorites. You can't go hungry in Paris, that's for sure. So I hope I gave you a good portrait of my city. And of course, the whole city is there to welcome you. But my hood is one of the most welcoming, so I can't stop bragging about it. If I had a tip, even though French people, they do speak English. But when you come to our country, start to say bonjour, merci, and you'll see. Try to approach them with a few French words and then there you go. So after all the pandemic, I hope everybody is going to be welcome and we're going to be celebrating on the bank of the Seine with big picnics with a lot of people from all parts of the world again. 